on the extended three-hour program, Racing Pulse now hones in on the full Victorian race preview. It is time for the Victorian form preview. Today we are racing out at Sandown. We are on the lakeside today and uh, there has been a little bit of rain around in recent times. We'll get all of the track conditions from Greg Groves in a moment. But before that, let's bring in Mark Hunter, a man who, if you were listening yesterday, you should have pockets full because this is what he declared as his best bet of the day. You go down to the Melbourne trial and you've got non-conformist, Luna Flair and Easterly with the three horses behind it. So none of these horses in this race could get anywhere near doing that, even in the trial. It's got speed to go forward. Gee, I'd be surprised if it doesn't win. And Norwegian Joy's going to extend and come away and score. I think Estrada will win, Michael. I think it'll kick us home a winner here, I think. Estrada the leader. He's trying to cling on. Galactic Fury getting there with every stride, but Estrada's still in front. He's fending them off Estrada, and he'll do it. Estrada by a half-length. Galactic Fury might have just nosed out its Tornado Storm for second and third. But Two best bets saluting. Uh, quite painful watches as well. Well done yesterday, Mark. Thanks, Michael. I think a couple of desperates on the table that I was on yesterday at the function might have uh, cheered that one home. My, my picture froze. I was on my way home and my picture froze at the 100 metre mark Australia when the challenges were coming. So uh, <laughs> took it took me about a minute and a half to find out if it won or lost. But uh, thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, the cameraman was all over it. Uh, very good indeed. Uh, well, your, your luck may have continued as well. Uh, the final field, Barry, draw out for the Australian Guineas. Are you happy with gate two for elliptical? Uh, look, I I would rather elliptical draw between seven and ten. To be honest, I um anyway he's drawn two, which it could be worse. He could be out in sixteen, but I suppose we can't complain. If I had my pick, I would have gone for something probably where Barry and Nine would have been perfect for him. Barry seven, maybe. He has performed well from inside gates in his two group ones that he's just got beaten in. He has, but if you watch him, he tends to think his job's done when he sticks his head in front. So right. I'd rather him coming from ninth and tracking them into the race and uh, we'll just have to curtail Blake Sheen's enthusiasm early, I think. <laughs> then we'll be OK. Geez, a good field, though. Nice, deep field, isn't it? It's a beauty. Yeah, it is, with uh, you know, the addition of the New Zealander and attrition gaining a start and obviously Jack and I beating the older horses. Who knows what Ossipenko, you'd think it would stay in Sydney, you but who knows it what it does. Yeah. I hope it stays in Sydney. Wow. It'd have to draw 16 of 16 to maybe come down here to take barrier 13 in Sydney. I haven't got the final fields. I'll be waiting for Racing New South Wales for the Randwick Guineas, but we haven't seen that as yet. And and it's a it's a good field um, for the blamey stakes as well, um, which will set up, interestingly, I think, with a bit of speed in the race. I haven't even set eyes on them. I just saw the email come through with the elliptical field in it and only had a very brief look at that before uh, coming on here, so I, I can't shed any light for you there. All right. Well, what's your confidence levels of the meeting today? I think it's okay. Uh, yeah, I don't mind a few races, a few hard ones, but I don't mind a few races, so I'm hoping. The race rail through Saturday, it certainly wasn't dynamite, and you think the rail going out three, even the slightest bit of rain around will take the fire out of the track, so I think the track should race pretty well for starters, and hopefully we can find you a few winners. All right. Well, let's see what... Uh, the track manager thinks uh, Greg Groves, who joins us. How are you, Greg? I'm good, thank you, Michael. Uh, is Mark pretty much on the money? How are, you think the track will play today uh, with it out three metres? Yeah, OK. So um, because on Saturday we were basically on three different racetracks, uh, the wear and tear down the front straight was just really quite even right across a big expanse. So 
Uh, we moved the rail out three metres from where it was, and um, gee, there's hardly a mark out there, so it's uh, it's very good actually. Have you had much rain uh, in the last 24 hours? About oh, about 0.8 or a mil. You know, it's a little bit drizzly this morning, but uh, that's about it. So it should be perfect conditions. Yeah, well, we rated a good four. Uh, depending on the weather, I think it might stay in a good four range through the bulk of the day, if not the whole day. So, uh, uh, yeah, just um, sort of controlled by the weather in, in that regard. Is there any wind out there or, or more rain predicted later today? Uh, the Bureau said possibility of a shower, but nothing on the radar and um, uh, a southerly breeze of 10 to 15k. So I don't think that's going to uh, um, cause too much of strife. It'll be a nice uh, late afternoon out at Sandown again. Enjoy the day, Greg. Thanks very much. Greg Groves, the track manager there. Let's get stuck into the preview and the first race today kicks off at uh, it's five past three. Uh, it is the twilight meeting, so and it is a even money favourite. Beauty, uh, beauty rising, two dollars in the first race. We can scratch two and five our after beauty rising. Celestial storms at three eighty. Uh, Subrising is at $4.40 and then we're out to Forevermore at $5 and uh, they dominate the market, those four horses. Yeah, I think the best form is certainly the race that one and six come out of Beauty Rising and Subrising. I'm just going to go for Subrising as having a bit more improvement in it here. I thought got a long, long way back and got through the line pretty well beaten just uh, probably a length behind Beauty Rising on the line. So with Deal over here taking the ride in the small field, we'll go with Sub Rising to get the job done. To beat number one, Beauty Rising, who ran okay at Sandown. Um, I just think Sub Rising might have more improvement in at this campaign. That's the dominating race for me. After that, number three, Forevermore, who got home well in a suspect race in seven, Celestial Storm, who sat up on the speed, was a touch soft late, but maybe fitter for that. So going with six and one out of the best races here, six, one, three and seven. Six, one, three and seven in the first race. Number two, uh, this is a race over 1,300 metres and uh, the scratching of this race is number three. Zaporing is the $2.60 favourite. Uh, Margaten at four sixty. Uh, two sixty is the favourite. Four sixty for uh, Margaten, and it is first up, and it's been back to five fifty into four sixty. Uh, Guzmaya is at six dollars. Miss Jenny Lynn at seven fifty. Uh, Valspar is at nine dollars and fifty cents. Jerome Hunter is the man who trains Margaten, and uh, he is on the line. How are you, Jerome? Good, thank you. Uh, just having a look at the jump out, she was pretty impressive beating home uh, a horse that's going to be going around the Australian Guineas at the trial. So you're confident first up today? Uh, fairly confident. Uh, what, he's, what he's done in his trials, hopefully he puts that into his races. But um, no, look, he's, he's a changed horse. I guess last preparation, uh, he started off as a colt and it just took a while for that to get out of him. So it's, the penny hasn't dropped last preparation whereas I always thought he had ability um, and you know he went out and he's come back in a real professional He's drawn eight so where do you think he'll be in the run today? I was probably just the way even the way he trials he, he looks like he'll get back and run on um, and he's, he's given me the impression he'll get over over a bit more ground so yeah I think he'll, he'll be just behind um, you know Worse than midfield and hopefully run over the top of them. You've got another lightly race horse who's got a bit of promise, our warrior in race number three, who uh, was dominant leading from the front at Kilmore. Steps up in class, but has drawn a good gate to be on the speed again. 
Yeah, look, I, I think that's that's probably the biggest question, stepping up in class. Um, so he's he, he won well, but mind you, it was just a moderate maiden at Kilmore. So I think, um, you know, big track, and the jockeys say he, he's probably more suitable on a big track. So he'll get every chance today to see if he's, he can step up to the next grade. You got a, a leaning to Margaret Hen in race two over our warrior? Yeah, I think um, he's probably the better of the two. Good luck today, Jerome. Thanks a lot. What are your thoughts on race two, Mark? It was a, an impressive trial, wasn't it, from Margaret Hen? I think it was a winning trial. I liked its trial. It's come back uh, blinkers off and not a stack of speed. It's going to be a messy little run race, this one. But I think if... I love when Willow sticks with Jerome Hunter's horses. They always run well. And this one probably can cover a bit of ground and build into its work like it did in that jump out. And I can see it being too strong here at the 1,300 metres to beat number nine, Zuccaring, who went through uh, that, that pack of the Maiden series and ran well, was wide and ran really well. Can hold a spot from gate one. It's the danger for sure. Two, Guzmeo was just beaten last time, probably in a weaker race, but got a chance. Not good for Arden Green. What certainly wasn't the worst trialer. Big odds, but showed ability and got Mickey D here on debut. Five, nine, two and four. Five, nine, two and four in the second. Race number three, uh, a small field here. We've got a few scratchings. Take out four, six and nine. Uh, Column Dior, $3.40. Spirit Beast, three fifty. Red Sun Sensation, four twenty. Our Warrior at $6.50. And then uh, you're out to the other two in the race. General Firepower, eight fifty and $10. Green Hill Prince. Uh, Spirit Beast didn't have much luck last start. Only a small field here. How do you see this race playing out? Yes, I think you see it playing out well for Spirit Beast here. I think the uh, the two leaders, our Warrior and Green Hill Prince, and parking behind them, Column Dior and General Firepower, that leaves Spirit Beast fifth outside. And I think from there, it can have a bit clearer air than what it had first up. Run eight, it should have finished a whole lot closer. You could argue it should have nearly won the race. I think that run was a perfect first up run. Sits fifth, follows Colom Dior into the race, and I'll go with Spirit Beast to be too strong and win. Number one, Red Sun Sensations, the best performed horse in the race. Comes into gate one now. You just see it buried back inside of Spirit Beast. Just needing things to go right from there. But has trial well, certainly got a winning chance. Eight, Colom Dior. Probably a touch disappointing last time. Gets a good run here, should blend in at the right time, and maybe the best of the leaders is number three, Green Hill Prince, who's had a good campaign, just running into a harder race here. Keen on five, five, one, eight, and three. Keen on five, five, one, eight, and three. Spirit Beast, $3.40 in race number three, the second favourite. Race number four, this is over 2,000, 2,100 actually. Uh, the scratching here is number eight. Accuse is at $3.10. Duke of Hastings three seventy, Tycoon Beck four forty, Princeton Awards seven dollars. Uh, who do you like in race number four? I like Duke of Hastings. I think it's clearly the pick. It had those first two runs back that were really good, and then went to Flemington, got stuck off the track, and chose to stride forward, which I don't think it's go. Then it got out sprinted, but I thought held its ground pretty well through the line. It looks dead set, ready to fire. It's got gate one. It'll get a beautiful run. It'll do no work. And even less than a millimetre of rain just takes a bit of fire out the track, which I think Duke of Hastings really appreciates. So I think it's the one to beat. It's a good value chance here, number two, Milford Sound. It's only had the one start over here. Totally unsuitable trip, outsped. I thought tacked on well through the line. You go back to that New Zealand 2,000 metre win, it was a beauty up on the speed. It's, it's certainly not the worst Milford Sound. Uh, three Tycoon Beck, 
set up on a fast pace last time and fought on pretty well and six accused. Goes forward, gets every chance. I think rock bottom odds have got some hope. So I like four, but gee, I think two is a good value hope. Four, two, three, and six. Four, two, three, and six. So how would you, you stake that race then? Oh, probably 80 20. Yeah. Uh, 80 Duke of Hastings and 20 Milford Sound, or, you know, Milford Sound one, one by three or something like that if you want to play the roughy. All right, so it's at $23.440 the place, Milford Sound and Duke of Hastings 370 in race four. We're halfway through today's Sandown meeting. We'll take a quick break. Back with the Quaddy. On RSN 927's Racing Pulse, the Victorian Form Preview. Welcome back to the Victorian Form Preview with Mark Hunter. We are up to the first leg of the Quaddy. It's a benchmark 64 over 2,400 metres. Uh, 5.25 is when this race kicks off and most punters will be hoping to snare the first leg uh, in a pretty skinny fashion. We can take out one and eight. The favourite has been well supported. Mr. I'm a Believer into $2.20. Freedom Escape also firm in the market at $3.30 and then we're out to $12 plus. Next best, Commando Drift. Do we just need the two in the first leg of the quaddy? No, we're taking four. I think Mr. I'm a Believer is the one to beat. I thought it would go probably better than what it did at Moody Valley last time. It ran well, it ran second, but I thought it was a better horse than that. Now, that was on a soft six, so I'm banking on a drier track and I'm banking on getting out to 2,500 metres that Mr. I'm a Believer will go better than last time. And I think it'll win, but just taking a few for insurance. Number 12, Rapinoe's a good little value chance. It got just too far back last time, had no hope from back there, but ran on quite well. It's got no weight after the claim. I think seven, Mr. Blackwood. Beautiful ride two ago to win. Probably got too far back last time in a complete leader's race there. Can go better here from gate one. And two, Freedom Escape, who's always around the mark. It's got a chance, but just needs another win on the board for mine. So five, the one to beat. I'm taking the four numbers in the quaddy. Five, 12, seven, and two. Five, 12, seven, and two in the first leg of the quaddy. Race number six is a 64 over 1,200 metres. Take out number six. Three Rings is the favourite for Price and Kent Jr. Two dollars and seventy cents. Uh, Tararua is at seven fifty. Uh, uh, Venetian is at seven fifty. Blood Oath eight fifty and Squarmy eight fifty as well. So Three Rings is a pretty firm favourite here, Mark. Yeah, I don't like this race. I'm taking five horses. I'll tip number nine. Three Rings. It's either for me. It's either Three Rings or I don't know. Uh, three Rings. Ran really well first up at the valley. He came from back and hard to make ground there with Gold Revolver up the front. Ran on really well for third. Gets the blinkers on here for the first time. It's the one to beat. They just ran such slow time at the valley. That's my one concern there. To beat four Squarmy, who's just a model of consistency, pushes forward up on the speed, gives you a good sight. One Blood Oath. Doesn't win out of turn, but ran well enough last time. And three Lord Paramount, who just... Not much went right last time there. Shunted off the track. It needs everything to go right at 1,200 metres. Should get a nice run from the draw. Throw in five Tararua as well. I'll go nine, four, one and three. Nine, four, one and three in race number five. Uh, sorry, race number six. Race number seven's a benchmark 70 over 1,400. No scratchings here. A Cap de Joie first up has been really firm in the market. 260 into 240. Unusual culture at $2.90. And then again, you're out to $10 plus. Boss Coin, the next best, at that $10 price. So is this a true up leg? Just taking the three of them, 5, 10 and 1. I think number five, Unusual Culture, is the one to beat. It's had the two runs back from a spell. It looked like it was paddling a bit last campaign. 
and they got a little break, and it's come back from a spell in terrific order. Ran on well behind British Columbia last time. It looks the right race for the horse. Good place bet here, number 10, Nicolite. It's had the two runs back from a spell. I thought ran well, unsuitable race first up, and then just never got a chance to wind into the race last time. It will be off midfield here. It looks like good enough speed. Hopefully the inside's a little bit iffy by now. I think Nicolite will run well. One cap de joie. Goes in the quaddy. Wasn't sure about its recent trial, so I think it's certainly short enough odds. And fourth pick, number six, Boss Queen, who's a horse that's suited to lakeside racing, pushes forward on the speed and gives you a sight. Five, the one to beat. Ten, a good place bet. Five, ten, one and six. Five, ten, one and six. Number ten, Nicolite is $15 and $3.40 the place, so... It is a nice little place play. Race number eight is the last at 7 o'clock this evening, over 1,600 metres. Uh, we've got a few that come out here. We can take out 5, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Dashing is the favourite. Good run last start after being uh, wide most of the way, $3.80. Series 7, we heard from Mitchie Freeman at $6. Black Max at six fifty, and then we're out to Sailor's Book also at $6.50. Uh, who do we come home with? Dashing. I think Dashing will win. Uh, Dashing is a horse that had a testing campaign there last time, but I think got beaten a length and a half in the Caulfield Guineas. Went to the Amy Bars, wasn't beaten far. Had another go on uh, at Flemington over the Carnival, wasn't beaten far. Had a break. Set four wide all the way there first up over 1,300 and still kept coming for third. I think it's fitter. Got a couple of early pests for the lead, but with D-Lane jumping on board, I can see Dashing completely controlling the race up the front. As long as it's fit enough for the mile, I think it'll win. To beat number one, Black Max. Black Max had one go on the dry there. That fourth was outstanding. Now, the track was just too wet for it last time. I'd completely forget that. It'll go much better here on top of the ground. Two duo Perna. As the two goes, in much weaker grade, look pretty good. Zara jumps on here. It's a huge plus for the horse. And then I'll put number seven, Diamond Model in, who... Probably disappointed a little bit last time. The jockey said it needed to sting out, so at least there's been some rain for it. I think three, as long as it's fit enough for the mile, I think dashing wins. Three, one, two, and seven. Three, one, two, and seven. That's a, a nice, confident play to end the day with dashing race eight, number three. So um, is there a few value selections here. Um, what's the way to play Sandown? We'll go the best race, eight, number three, dashing. The value, not my top pick, but I think race four, number two, Milford Sound is... Good little throw at the stumps at big odds. Uh, the Quaddy, first leg, 5, 12, 7 and 2. Second leg, 9, 4, 1, 3 and 5. Third leg, 5, 10 and 1. And one out in the last number, 3, dashing. And play of the day, we're playing all up. will cost you $4 for a dollar. Each way, race 4, number 4, Duke of Hastings. Place, race 7, number 10, Nicolette. And each way, race 8, number 3, dashing. Race 8, number 3, dashing. I like that. So just recapping, quarting numbers 5, 12, 7, 2, into 9, 4, 1, 3, 5, into 5, 10 and 1. One out dashing the best of the day in the last. Race 4, number 2 is a bit of value as well. Uh, Mark, good punting today. Thank you.